Did you know that according to the National Missing and Unidentified Persons Database, which is funded by the U.S. Department of Justice, more than 600,000 people go missing each year in the United States? We'll discuss this and other interesting facts about missing persons with the mother of a missing son, Tabitha Jones, on this episode of The Curious Professor. I'm Dr. B. Welcome to the Curious Professor podcast, where I take listeners on a journey of discovery to explore the people, places, artifacts, and natural wonders that spark my curiosity. On this episode of the Curious Professor podcast, we'll explore what it is like to have a loved one go missing with Tabitha Jones. But first, a trivia question. What U.S. state has the most missing persons? I'll have the answer for you at the end of this episode. I'm thrilled to have Tabitha Jones on the show today. Her son, Julius Tadarius Jones, has been missing from Meridian, Mississippi since August 14, 2011. Tadarius was last seen having dinner with his family on the evening he disappeared. He left after dinner and was never heard from again. A short time later, the Meridian Police Department found his car parked near an abandoned home, but were unable to find any signs of Tadarius or any clues to his whereabouts. Since his disappearance, Tadarius's mother, Tabitha, has worked tirelessly to find out what happened to her son. She also founded a nonprofit organization, Life and Love Missing Persons Support Group, to help others cope with the disappearance of their loved ones. Welcome to the show, Tabitha. It's great to have you here. Thank you. What's the most unique thing about you? The most unique thing about me, I would say, how I care about people. Tell us about the events leading up to your son's disappearance on August 14th, 2011. Well, that Sunday, August the 14th, that was a Monday, I think, or Tuesday or something. But that Sunday, the last day we saw my son, Julius Tadarius Jones, we all had dinner. And I cooked a big dinner, and I just thought that I wanted my family to come together or whatever. And and so I cooked this big dinner, not knowing that that would be the last time that I uh, would see my son. So I cooked that big dinner, and we had a marvelous, great, lovable time. He told jokes, he laughed, and we laughed, and and he told me that I was the best cook ever. (laughs) So I thought that was amazing for um, that last Sunday to happen. What do you remember most about your son? That's kind of a difficult question because he was the most caring and lovable son. He he was the best son ever. And I don't say that because he's been missing 12 years. I say that because that's the truth. He just he he just was the best son ever. He helped me. I was I'm a single mom and he helped me with everything. He and he did. He helped me with my my daughters and uh, with their school, he helped me with um, with trying to do their hair. <laughs> you know, he was the best son ever. He was. Tell us about what happened. How did you know he disappeared? 
Well, like I said, that Sunday we had dinner and everything. That Monday, when I called, that Monday I called my daughter. I called to the house and I asked for Tiberius. And uh, she said, hold on. And so when my daughter went into his room, she was like, uh, he's, he hasn't been there. Like, you know, the bed hasn't been slept in or whatever. And so that Monday rolled by. And that Tuesday I got the feeling a little nervous or whatever. And his dad and his family and his aunt auntie and cousins and friends, everybody just started coming over to the house. And when I say the house, that's where my son went missing. And that's where we, uh, it's a family house. So that's where we all live. And, uh, but I had a separate house at that time, but that was the family house. And so by that Thursday, I, my daughter, she had to go and do the police report because I was, I was just too, I wasn't able to do it. I was, uh, I was just, I wasn't able to go and do it. And so she went and done it. So a lot of people ask, why didn't your mom go and do it? And, you know, it's a lot of questions, but I was, I wasn't able. My body was just, I would say like drained or just exhausted or just nervous or whatever that I couldn't go and do it. So my daughter did. What is the status of your son's case with the police? Do they still consider it an open case? Well, we have just left from the Meridian Police Department three weeks ago, and they're just like, uh, it's kind of open, closed. I'm not really sure about how they're going to do about the case or whatever, but right now we're trying to see how to go forward after it being 12 years. So uh, we just, like I said, we just left with a meeting with the chief and uh, at the Meridian Police Department three weeks ago. And it's just it's just hard to say what they're going to do or what is going to be done about it. But I'm just keeping my son alive. I'm just just keeping my hopes up. And the only thing I can do is just do what I've been doing all these 12 years. It's just to keep his name alive. In a news article about your son's disappearance, you mentioned that you kept his car in your backyard in hopes that it would jog someone's memory and they would step forward with information. To your knowledge, has anyone come forward with information about your son's disappearance? No, ma'am. And the car is still in our backyard. No, ma'am. No one has come forward. Do you find it odd that there hasn't been anyone to come forward to talk about what happened to him? Oh, God, yes. Yes, because this is like a small little city. And uh, yes, ma'am. That's very odd. That's very strange. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Very strange. Do you have any theories about what happened to your son? No, ma'am, I do not. I don't know anything up until this day. I know I don't know anything, but I am a parent who have just kept the faith. I have just done everything that I know to do to uh, try to get answers, to try to get help, just to find out something about him. And nothing has come up. Nothing. Nothing has come up. <laughs> when I say nothing, nothing, ma'am. The number of missing persons cases has steadily declined since 1997, when nearly a million people were reported missing. Over the last few decades, communication has made it easier to keep in touch with and track people, and that has allowed missing persons reports to fall by over 40% in the last several decades. Have you been able to track any clues about your son or his disappearance using online resources? No, ma'am. In an article in the Meridian Star, you stated, I think people think I'm okay, but I'm not. With each passing year, my heart hurts more because I don't know what happened to Tadarius. I wake up with it. I go to bed with it. 
thinking about where he is. All I want is for someone, anyone, to please come forward and tell me what happened. Tell us more about how your life has been impacted by your son going missing. Oh, my God. When I tell you that this has been the most difficult thing ever for a parent in their life, in my life, in my family life, and I commend anybody, anyone who's going through this situation with having a missing child. This is the most terrible thing ever. And when I tell you, I used to feel sorry for people when they said my son and my daughter or someone is missing. And I would feel so sorry for them. And I would be like, try to pray for them. And I would never, ever imagine this to happen to myself, my children, my family. I just, my mother, my father, I've never, I just was not looking for this. And so as each day go by, ma'am, I continue to, continually to pray. I continually to ask people to lift me up because it's not easy. This is very, very, very strange. And it's very, very sad for a parent to go through not knowing where your child is. And the most difficult thing it is that hmm, no one will help us. <laughs> I can't, you know, people with money can get help. People with money can get, you know, we all know money talks. We all know what money can do. And so, you know, I just look at it as a sad thing of 12 years. And because money, lack of money, we have no answers. We have no lawyer. We have no one to represent us in trying to find out, you know, what has happened to my son. So I keep his name alive. I keep I keep his name alive. When you and I met in Philadelphia, Mississippi, while I was on vacation, Natalie Holloway's disappearance was in the national news again because convicted murderer Joran Vandersloot had been extradited from Peru to Alabama to face charges related to Natalie Holloway's case. For those who may not be familiar with Natalie Holloway, she was an Alabama teenager who disappeared on a class trip in Aruba in 2005. Her disappearance garnered international attention and she became a media sensation. There was a massive search conducted for Natalie, but she was never found. Interestingly, at the time of Natalie's disappearance, her father lived in Meridian, Mississippi, which is where you're located as well. Tell me how you feel about all of the attention that Natalie Holloway's disappearance has gotten over the years. I commend those parents. I commend the mother, the father, Mr. Holloway. Uh, I've spoken to Mr. Holloway. He is a very, very nice man. And his advice throughout the years was, uh, Tabitha, only thing I can tell you is that you need resources. You need funding. You need money. You need, and this is coming from Mr. Holloway. And I commend them. I love them. And I just thank God that they got justice. You know, however justice came to the Holloway family, I just thank God. But resources is a big, big play in stuff like this. And so when you don't have resources or you may not have people to help you in the way that other people that have money, it's very, very sad. And it's very, very, very not fair. But, you know, I have the love of God within me. And so I just, my Faith and trust is is in the Lord. And so I can say if somebody, if I had some money, blase, blase, maybe I could do this and that. But my time has come right now as you helping us. This is this is a miracle to me. Just you helping us, me talking about it or, you know, somebody, you know, somebody saying, Tabitha, you know, I heard about your story and and uh, 
and I don't mind helping you, you know. So, you know, I thank God for you, ma'am. And, you know, just taking out the time to let me tell tell my story. And maybe someone will maybe understand or maybe have the compassion that I am a parent and I'm a single parent and I may not have a lot of money, but I have faith in God. And I am believing that someone will hear this podcast and that they will get in touch with us to help us. You founded a nonprofit organization called Life and Love Missing Persons Support Group. Tell us more about that. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. Uh, the name of our support group is uh, Life and Love Community Support Group. And what we do is we assist families of unexpected tragedies. And that does consist of uh, murders, car accidents, and sickness. And uh, our support group has been up and running for six years, and I just applaud them. They do. Uh, they are. They are a great, great team. And I just, I just really, really thank God for that door. It sounds like even though you've gone through this horrific tragedy, and you and your family haven't gotten any answers yet. You've still managed to use your faith and love in humanity to be able to be of service and to help other families that may be going through similar things. I just want to say how wonderful that is and what a gift it is for you to be able to do that. If I may say this, we do this in honor of uh, my son missing, but we do this out of love. You know, we we do this, the people that's on our team, we do this from our hearts. <laughs> We don't have a lot of money, but I go around and I I ask people or uh, whatever, however they say, uh, they said, if you have not, because you ask not. So when we have these different events, we have school, school supplies giveaway, we have turkey giveaway, we have toy drive. Our support has been up and running and doing this for six years. And we do this by the grace of God. We have no uh grants we have no people we have no sponsors we just believe in god and he supplies all our needs ma'am when i tell you he supplies when people show up they show up and we give away everything free everything we give away free yes that's our support group yes ma'am life and love community support group is there anything else you'd like to tell us about you or your son well it's very very hard for me to talk about me and Tadarius. i i did the best i could just you know trying to talk to you this you know this while this time we're talking you know it's 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 not easy for me to talk about my son and i just don't I don't go around just trying to talk about him. I just go around trying to help people that, you know, maybe going through a tragedy or whatever, because because that's the way I get my help helping somebody else. So, you know, I love my son and I do not know what happened to my son. And I would like justice for my son, just like any other parent. And so, you know, I can't just keep going on and dwelling on. But he's been loved for 12 years and he will stay loved as long as he's somewhere. We don't know where he is, but 
he's out there somewhere or whatever. You know, we don't know what has happened to Tadarius, but I just know that he's not home. I do know that. And we have not seen him in 12 years, ma'am. And when I say that, I, I that's, it's sad to say, I have, I, I don't know what happened to him. And I, and I would like for just one person, just one person to hear this podcast, just one person to have compassion, to help us. Amen. Help us. Where can listeners contact you? Well, the only thing we have now is my daughter has created a cash app. You know, right now, that's the only thing I have. And so I have a cash app that if someone wants to help or whatever, at this moment, that's what we have. My daughters, I'm sorry, my daughters, they did. They, they said, they said, mama is dollar sign T-A-B-I-T-H-A-A-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-